Hi. 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 I know that's our, is that our new hi? <laughs> Sorry. I didn't do my nasal spray and the Santa Ana's have me all. Whew. We should do the little highs back and forth the way British people get off the phone. How do they do that? Hi, hi. Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. <laughs> I need more British fronts. Anyway. We all do, darling. <laughs> I'm J.D. Haddad Tompkins. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. He's a comedian. She's an actress. Together, we're married. That's right. We're trying not to get or give COVID so we don't leave our house and we make a podcast once a week. Try not to get it. Try not to give it. <laughs> no G or G. Here's what, G or G. Here's what I wish G would happen. G. I wish we would all get vaccinated <laughs> yeah. so that we had the ability... To give it, but not get it. Which we might, by and the way. And then the aliens come and we <laughs> wipe them out. Hey, wait a minute. It's like War of the Worlds. <laughs> they were killed by the cold. Oh, God. They were? That's uh, what yeah, got them? That's pretty much what it was. It was like Weather? the common cold. Yeah. No, not, not like a, a cold. Oh, like they, the got common a, cold. they got a cold. They got a cold. That's the like why you can't take like, you know, cucumbers into Canada or some shit. <laughs> You know, like when you it's the same principle. When you fly they to Hawaii, call it the War of the Worlds clause. And then they're like, you're flying to Hawaii, and they're like, do you you can't bring in any bananas? We where was it <laughs> that I went? Maybe it was New Zealand where and you had a fucking apple. No, I didn't. Oh, what what? <laughs> Did somebody have an apple? I was going to say there's there's a, a trash can. That's like right before you get into customs, it's like, look, we told you this already. There's like a sign that's that's like a very weary sign that's like, you already know you're not supposed to bring that shit in. Look in your bag right now. Do you have any apples? Do you have any milk? Throw it in this can. I mean, like, we can do that, but we let COVID fly all over the fucking world. (laughs) (laughs) It's unstoppable. (laughs) Mr. Worldwide. They were like, a new new coronavirus? A new coronavirus 2019? (laughs) A new coronavirus disease 2019? Well, pack your bags. Because we're going to travel till the cows come home, baby. That's right. Until until we're not allowed to travel anymore. We're going to travel so much that we're going to make travel stop. Can I say a a great dumb thing I saw on Twitter? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Which is one of these conservative idiots who's like, he's like a famous on Twitter kind of guy. Uh Um, And he said... He like made a list of all the things that Biden overturned uh-huh. uh, in his first day in office, <laughs> and one of them was the travel ban. And so, so on the list was reverse, the Muslim travel reverse ban. The, well, he just said travel ban. Oh, oh, oh. So because they don't want to call it the Muslim travel ban because that's what it is. <laughs> but so he said uh, reverse the travel ban. Um, Made uh, masks mandatory on federal property or whatever. Sure. And then some genius responded to him saying. Uh, if you have to, (laughs) (laughs) what, why did he reverse the travel ban when nobody's, uh, we're not supposed to be traveling anywhere? (laughs) It's like, no, stupid. 
<laughs> you know what? I love that person. Yeah. Because they're just like, I don't understand. There was some kind of like... I'm so used to calling it the travel ban and <laughs> eliminating <laughs> the racist part of it that I forgot. <laughs> Wait, like, they're, they're like totally clueless. They're like, they had no idea that they were trying to like stop religion from coming into a free country. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, exactly. uh, what? That was federal racial profiling, <laughs> religious profiling. Um. Okay, so here we are. <laughs> Entertain us. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things of this week, because the inauguration happened. Oh my God. I this slept week's been it. like, <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all. Paul slept through the, well, you didn't sleep through the evening part, the performances. No, I did see a lot of the performances. We didn't see all of them, though. No, I we missed tuned a few. in a little. We tuned I, in I missed a... John Bon Jovi, um, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, you missed everything. Because the inauguration was nice. And then, um, (laughs) but my favorite thing that happened this week was um, there was all this like fun fashion at the at the inauguration. Yes, there was. There were a lot of good looks at the inauguration. (laughs) It made me kind of, it made me like, it made me jealous because I was like, I wish I had had to dress nice to go to a place uh-huh. right now because like all of one worn his sweatpants for a year so and the only person who didn't really dress swank was bernie sanders and he was like sitting in these giant mittens with his mask on and they took a picture of him just like sitting there with his arms crossed mm. and then it became like this giant meme that has brought me endless endless joy. There's a lot of really good ones. I would say that today was the day it started to feel like too much candy. Really? Yes, it did. It was too, it was too many. But then we just, what about the one we just got with OJ? Oh my God. Cuckoo. Hi, Cuckoo. Cuckoo's early tonight. (laughs) They had the picture of OJ putting on the gloves. Yes. And they were Bernie's mittens. And they were Bernie's mittens. (laughs) And, And the, if the glove doesn't fit. You must have quit. The best one I saw moment. was the, I think, the ghost one where it was the <laughs> that scene was from funny. Ghost with Demi Moore and the pottery, and then the hands come around and it's Bernie's mittens. I like to also, well, I also like partook in the, um, this guy built like a, a program where you could type in any address and it would plot Bernie. Oh, yes, I saw that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I got a kick out of some local ones from my mm-hmm. hometown, which would not translate except to a select few. Right. So I was able to sh- share those with certain. Oh, I thought you were going to sneeze because there's like so much. I wouldn't give you the satisfaction. All I do is sneeze all day, by the way. <laughs> and then oh, we, we got these air filters <laughs> over the summer when the fires were really bad. And then Paul was like, are those, um, so are those air filters like helping you we at have, all? <laughs> we have three of them and they've been, been running, running they've been running nonstop. And it was just, it was just today that I was like, man, I think I've had enough of those air filters, <laughs> it's like, but I wanted to, but I needed to check with but you what to see. Crazy is he's like, do you think they're helping you? And I was literally like, how would I know? <laughs> Like, I don't but know. You would have to. I have no you'd idea. You have to know, though. I don't know. It, but that, then that means they're not really doing anything. I don't know. <laughs> the filters are dirty. That came from somewhere. That's true. That is true. There was one we, that we left too long and it got 
it became a different color. <laughs> well, that one, and then but we get the new filters like every six months, and they're gonna send. Aww. And then, and then, um, and then I was like, well, I don't know because I sneeze all day long, mm-hmm. so maybe I and I vacuum like twice a week. I mean, y'all, I, you have no idea. We change the HVAC filter what like every two month, three months now. Mm-hmm. We change that. We have the air filters running twenty four seven. I'm vacuuming every four days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still sneezing all day, so. Mm. But so you don't think but it's lessened? My, I don't know. I'd have to go without them, and then you'd have to count my sneezes. Oh, this sounds like a fun couples project. Also, I forgot to put my nasal spray in t- today. Oh, honey, how could you? Yeah, so that was bad. So, what else? I want to give an update on the squirrel picnic bench. Did you move it? No, I haven't moved it yet. Oh. So it's been. I get the squirrel picnic bench. Yeah. Because I have seen them. And then a friend of mine uh, got one. Shout out to Ellen. Sent me a video of a squirrel sitting on this bench in the tree, eating a fucking apple. I was like, this is, I got to do it. Yeah. Get it. Put it in the lemon tree that's right outside our kitchen window. Which is really kind of the perfect spot for it because if we're like washing a dish at the sink, we could then look at a you squirrel. You see a little fat squirrel sitting there eating some peanuts. Yeah. But here's what I've noticed uh, is that not only has... The, uh, so No the, animal has it, touched it. Can, <laughs> it contains... It has in it a little uh, galvanized bucket. Like it's a lunch pail. A squirrel lunch yeah. pail. And so I filled that with peanuts. No squirrel has touched it. No other creature has touched it either, which is strange. There's other things. Um, but I've also noticed that we don't get as many birds in that tree as we used to. Well, we trimmed the tree. Yeah, it's been pruned. We had the tree trimmed. So do you think it's a different environment now? But like an inhospitable one? Maybe, but I don't think we've ever seen squirrels in there because I think it's too close to the dogs next door. Yeah, those damn dogs are We're always there. So I think, because I saw a squirrel on, on the, the other, other side, side of, today. The, the other side of the property. I want to I remove it from the lemon That's tree. That's what I think. I think you should put it on. I was kind of thinking you should put it on the fence in the driveway because then we could see it outside that side window. Mm-hmm. But. We never look out that window. I'm a little worried, like, because our driveway is so narrow. If we yeah. had, like, a tall truck yes. one day. Needing, if, if we Oh, needing to get access. Needing to Not get that we enough. buy it an 18 wheeler. Like, <laughs> By the way, our neighbors are one neighbor. Oh my god, they <laughs> they're like the f- nicest people, though. I they, don't wanna... they really are. This is not anything against them, but they do have, they have all these a fleet of vehicles, different vehicles, different kinds of vehicles. What? It's crazy. so okay. It's there wild. Is, there's like his work truck. Then there's like we do not know what his job is. Do we? No, he's like an electrician. Oh, okay, or something. And um, and then there's. They have, she has an SUV for like daily mm-hmm. errands and stuff. Then their adult daughter has like a muscle car. She has a gray muscle car. Yeah. So that's just like three. Those are three regular vehicles. But then he has like a smaller truck, I think. Doesn't he have, he has a big truck. He has like a work truck and then like a big truck. But then he also has a motorcycle. That's right. And they have an RV yeah. that is periodically... And by the way, like 
the way that we have to park in our neighborhood, because there's like street cleaning on certain mornings. And these streets are immaculate, let me tell you. And just like the way that like people park tandem here because it's like very small little parcels of area. Like we're all like next to each other. Yeah. There's not like a giant like a driveway where you can drive around in a U shape or something like that. It's like the yes. most narrow, like narrow. Like, you, did you ever see Roma? <laughs> it is Roma. Because you call it the Roma. You're like, it is like Roma. The driveway is like. Yeah. So like we couldn't put the squirrel bench there because it would get Roma'd off. It would get Roma'd off. <laughs> and our driveway is also covered with dog It shit. would be like clipped. It would be clipped yeah. off. Anyway, uh. That's them. But I think I would like to put it, I would like to put it because we have that one tree in the front yard, that little tree that has the dirt circle sure. around it. Uh huh. And I would like to put it in that dirt circle on the ground. What? Yeah. Oh, that shit's going to get mauled by skunks and raccoons. They're just going to eat the food. <laughs> They're going to maul the bench. They might haul it off to some situation. Well, but here's the thing, though, is that skunks can't climb, but raccoons can climb. So what? why is it that this bench only attracts, you only ever see... Squirrels. Squirrels. I mean, are people, are people covering <laughs> up that raccoons will steal all the food? How come no raccoon has stolen that food? Because no raccoon would be scared of those dogs. I don't think. I don't know. We never, get, we never see raccoons. We see possums. We see possums. We see skunks. P-22, the mountain lion's been back there. I like when I see the skunks. I'm not going to lie. Skunks are very cute and very funny. What weird creatures. (laughs) (laughs) Their whole thing is like evolutionarily was like, we love eating shit out of the ground. That's it. (laughs) And so to protect ourselves, we're going to shoot stink out of our asses. (laughs) Because we're certainly not going to do anything with our legs or, or <laughs> our little hands. <laughs> we're not going to be able to climb anything. This is it because we don't <laughs> want to stop eating things out of the ground. Yeah. That's, I guess that's their deal. That's their deal. Hey, God, God love you. God love you if that's your deal. You know what? I was just realizing we watched seven. Yes, we watched, that we was a little comfort view. And I was like, now I'm realizing, like, should we have done Watch Along to Seven? That's a good question. Because, like, first of all, we had seen it before, obviously. Yes, and we both liked it before. Well, I like David Fincher. Yes, as do I. So I was like, okay, fine. But I didn't really watch it because I was like on my screen. No, I mean, it was a familiar that We wanted a familiar thing to be on TV. Yeah, we were kind of like wrung out. And then we're like, let's just watch something. We rode hard, put away wet. <laughs> and I, so I suggested seven and then, uh, and I was excited because I hadn't seen it in a long time. And I don't I think real, I like, had seen it in a long time. I don't know, hankering to watch it. And then um, for me personally, it did not hold up that well. I have to say it was, I kind of agreed because first of all, I had forgotten that it was like such a gross out movie. Pretty gross. You know, like I remember that they were like hunting a killer and all of that, but like I didn't remember all of the gory, gross, 
uh, details that that they showed, like tor- yeah. torture stuff and yeah. stuff like that. Because I guess I was just like remembering the performances and sort mm-hmm. of the style. And, and the mood, like you remember how it felt, how the movie felt. Yes, and yeah. I l- kind of love like those, <laughs> those like serial killer movies where they're like, He's referencing an old uh, religious text, <laughs> and then they have to like go to the library, and they're like, and then they yeah. discover some like dusty old text. Like they discover like this is what he's trying to tell us yeah. or whatever. And and I'm like, oh, I like that kind of brainy stuff. Like I think that's a fun thing. Do you know what I'm realizing about it too? Is that there was that aspect of it, and yet <laughs> it did not help the detectives at all. It the, just the killer, explained it to the audience. The, though. Yes, it explained it to, it to the, the audience, audience. But the killer was like the eight killer steps was ahead. Always ahead. <laughs> eight steps ahead. One thing that was surprising to me upon rewatch is that <laughs> Brad Pitt plays in this movie a straight up <laughs> dolt. Like he's a stupid guy who somehow is a police detective. He's like, well, okay, because like, all, I, like. Here's the deal. The most gorgeous people in the world, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow. And Morgan Freeman. Well, no, but I'm talking about their characters specifically. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We're like, we're from the podunk country and we're moving to the big bad city. The big bad unnamed city. And <laughs> crazy Where it rains city. all the time. Yeah. And, and it's like, come on, guys. Like, if you're going to move to the city, just become models. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. And and then I was and then I was like Gwyneth Paltrow is like so miscast in this part like it is such a lame part for her because and it's wrong for her because she's basically like I'm just a country housewife mm-hmm. that <laughs> wants to stand by my man and yeah. you know be and, and and I don't know much about the big city and Oh, he's hunting a serial killer. I'll just let this stranger in the apartment. Yeah. Or whatever. And it's like, you don't, I don't buy that for five fucking seconds. <laughs> like, this is a woman that went to the best, probably private schools in Manhattan, probably <laughs> has been a guest at the White House, you know, like is the most sophisticated, wears like, you know, Versace or I just mm-hmm. was like, no, this is like wrong. I don't know why we bought that kind of stuff back then. My thing that really struck me this time was how Brad Pitt's clothes were all four sizes too big. <laughs> and I think they might have been trying to do a subtext thing of like, he's naive and young. He's like a little boy compared to Oh, Morgan like wearing Freeman. his daddy's like, suit yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that was... Because at first I thought, oh, is this a 90s thing? Because I know that... Cuts of clothing oh, yeah. were different there back then. There was some baggy stuff in the nineties, weren't yeah, there? But nobody was wearing nobody was wearing like pirate shirts with a tie. <laughs> I and he also looked ridiculous. Also, by the way, if you're going to cast Brad Pitt mm-hmm. as your lead, um, put him in some clothes up fit. That's right, girlfriend. Because, like, why are you going to waste that? You know what I'm saying? Do you remember when he took his shirt off in Once Upon a Time in America? Uh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> now that's of Hollywood. course I do. Now that's Hollywood. <laughs> that's how you utilize Brad Pitt in your movie. Don't you remember <laughs> Thelma and Louise? I mean, was he like basically like, listen, 
I don't want to do this Thelma and Louise shit anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to wear a tight t-shirt. I want you to put me in a size 4XL <laughs> dress shirt. 4XL Oxford. Maybe the costume budget got blown on the on the obese dummy that was tortured. <laughs> Later seen in The Clumps. <laughs> hey, reuse and recycle. Right? Um, can I... <laughs> Talk about, I worked yesterday. Yes, you guys. Paul was hopefully not exposed to COVID on a set. Fingers crossed. Uh, although he worked with Harry. Sanitize. He worked with Harry Potter and I'm kind of like, <laughs> no way are they going to let Harry Potter have an unsafe no, set. No, he must be protected at all costs. Also, by the way, like some of the conversations I'm having with my friends are like, I bet a set is more, is safer than like other places right now because well, of the, the protocols. Like yeah, the because unions. more people are... The unions yeah, are looking out. I mean, they're People trying. are accountable. But um, it did it did feel pretty safe. It was out... It, it's it's Miracle Workers Season 3. Um, it's a TBS which, which, comedy. A TBS show. It's a really funny show and, and every season it's set in a different time and place with okay. the same, with the same uh, this cast. This is the third season. Yes, and this one's set in the on. Old West. Uh-huh. So I got to the... I got to the set First, my call time was 5.30 p.m. Then that got pushed to 8 p.m. Uh-huh. And I was like, I wonder how long this is going to go. Also, when Paul told me that, I was like, I was like, oh, my God, it's an overnight. It's an overnight. And he's like, they didn't tell me it was. Nobody said that term. Nobody used that term. And, and it was, I was, it was like, just, mm-hmm. I saw on the call sheet, it was three scenes they were shooting. I was in the last scene of the day. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that'll be late. But, you know, how late will it be? Yeah. Well, it, it turned out to be... Uh, I got on camera at one. <laughs> you got home at like three thirty in the morning, um, like three thirty. Yeah, I got yeah, I got home at four. I was like so scared. I was like, okay, I'm gonna leave my ringer on really loud next to my head. I was like, if you break down, because you had to go to like Podunk Ranch out like in the Angeles Forest somewhere, and I was like, yeah, it's like forty five minutes away. Yeah, I was like, I don't want you to break down and not, you know, even though you ha- we have triple A. <laughs> <laughs> I would have called you to call AAA. Right. <laughs> right. So I, I, and it's uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter is the, is the lead of the show. Um, and, uh, so I have a, I have two scenes. I shot one last night. Is um, he cute? He's, he's, is he cute? Of course he is. <laughs> he's adorable. He's exactly, he's everything you want him to be. Uh-huh. He's so sweet and Lovely. nice. He's lo- he is lovely, intelligent, lovely. Seems yeah, intelligent. No, right. He's, he's super smart and fun grounded. and friendly and grounded. Amazing that yes, he's grounded. grounded. Yes, amazing absolutely. that he's grounded. Absolutely, though. he's like because a normal person. I don't. I don't know how that happened, but he was. He was delightful. Aren't all of them the cast of the Harry Potters? As aren't they far all? as I know, I don't really. I don't really see the rest of them in other stuff. I see him in a- stuff. Emma Emma Watson. Yeah. She like speaks out on like human yes. rights stuff. And... That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, come so on. So I get to the. So here's my only my only COVID issues were I was uh-huh. in the the makeup trailer, and they wanted to because it's the old west. They wanted to um, like twist my mustache a little bit, like uh-huh. put some wax in it and make it look more charactery. And so my mustache is just long enough that you can do that a little bit. Uh-huh. You can sort of, you can suggest they it. They could you put know? like some extensions on it if they wanted. 
I don't know how tricky that would be. Mustache extensions. They can do it on eyelashes like no big deal. Oh, that's true. That's true. But maybe because that's a, just a row of hairs as opposed to... I don't think so. Don't I think, think so? it would be easy. Well, They I'll, would have to know in advance to get that. They would have to know in advance. Well, I told them I had a mustache. I'm in the clear here. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, so there, this is now, this is the, the first time that I've been on a set since pandemic where someone is touching my face with their bare hands. So wait, you were on a set though yes. in October, but they didn't touch your face. That makeup was applied with, with sponges wands. and whatever. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And this was like, she's putting her hands on my lip Li- uh, and face, you know, no. Bare hands. Then she Bare calls hands. another guy over, like to get his opinion. And then he starts touching my face. What the fuck? People? And I'm like, I'm not crazy about this. Yeah. What the fuck? And then when uh, he was the guy was heading out, and he said, "You know, it's up to you, but i'd I'd put some uh, I'd put some stuff on his teeth, like I'd dull his teeth too, because this is you know the old west, and this guy's supposed to be like uh, kind of broken down and everything." Oh, okay. <laughs> And, uh, then my, the person doing my makeup said, what do you think? And I said, look, my teeth aren't that great to begin with. (laughs) I think I can sell it with acting. And she laughed, but he didn't laugh. But I was like, I'm not at this point, nobody's going in my mouth. Right. Like, let's, I'm not going to let you put shit in I my mean, the mouth. only good thing about this is that everyone has to test before even showing up. So hopefully. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that is a little weird. Yes. Like, and put because on some you, gloves. Because you want to trust people. On. And, and who knows? She might have done that to, to put stuff on my teeth. But it's like, we're no, not for, doing. No, to put stuff on not, your teeth, she probably used like a brush. Yeah. But we're not. It's a comedy. You know what I mean? It's not like. <laughs> right. It's not like a historical. Get that deep into it. Yeah. It's not the Cohen brothers. Nobody's uh, teeth would have been good. Dan- Daniel Radcliffe's teeth certainly didn't have shit on them. <laughs> but he's Brit. He's a Brit, so they probably didn't have to. <laughs> he has lovely teeth. He has nice teeth. He's a modern Brit. Okay, okay. Sorry, um, Brits. I know that's like the worst <laughs> stereotype ever. It's one of the few I actually have. Let really, us have it. I like um, imperfect teeth. That's just like something I personally... Hey, look who you're with. <laughs> well, it's true, because am I allowed to tell like... In previous jobs where they've... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There was a time when we were, like, you had gotten a pilot leg, right? When we first started dating and um, the the network made you get a... It's called a flipper. Yeah. Which is stupid. But it's like a piece (laughs) of fake teeth that you put in between your front teeth to appear like you don't have a space in your teeth. Yeah. Which is stupid. Like I was offended. <laughs> I will. I didn't say, like it. I, I, you know, I wasn't crazy about it, but, but I, why was that so I wasn't, important to your character? It wasn't so surprising. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that if you. It turns out it, the show didn't go, so that it was not my teeth that were the problem. <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, wasn't the show like essentially Modern Family before? Pretty it was modern, much, yeah. It but it was, was a different creator, right? It wasn't Steve. Le- no, Steve Levitan did not create um, that show, but two of the writers that created that show went on to work so for Modern Family. So they used that as a spec to get hired in the Modern Family room. Well, no, Modern Family didn't exist yet. That's what I'm saying. They used that pilot as a spec no, to they get used, hired later. Oh, right. Probably. Yeah. 
It's like, look, we already did this. <laughs> we came up with this idea that would have made us gazillionaires. We, we had a much smaller cast. <laughs> um, but that that was they also made me get an acting coach. The network, somebody on the network made me get an acting coach. And the I remember <laughs> the acting coach was very cool because they, you know, they just knew this that I was is a, a stand up. Yeah. They knew I was a stand up, but they're like, I don't think you can handle the what if you can't handle the emotional moments? And it's like of sit, a sitcom? sitcom emotional moments. So, um, also like standups can be emotional. Yeah, exactly. And also like, I got I know the like part. Some like, like standups can't act very well though. That's absolutely true. And so like, unfortunately, like just standups in general gave you, gave you a bad name. Yes, exactly. Did you ever hear that story about <laughs> Tim Allen working on galaxy quest? <laughs> no. <laughs> galaxy quest, which is a fun movie. I could see that again. It's I don't like, know if it's I've like, ever seen it. It's it's a the idea is it's a um uh the cast of a, a Star Trek type show, uh they get contacted by aliens who have seen the show and they thought it was like real <laughs> life on Earth. That's cute. Yeah, it's a great premise. Lo- so many good people well, are wrote, in it. Who wrote that? I don't remember, but uh, we should watch that together because I bet you would like it. Okay, but fucking Alan Rickman is in it. Who played who played the Spock guy on the oh, show? That's gonna right? make me sad. I know, but he's so he's so good in it. But he there's a st- story where you know Tim Allen is in it, uh-huh. and Tim Allen has to do this emotional scene, and so they do the <laughs> he scene. He got coked up. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Tim Allen was just a coke dealer. <laughs> he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to jail. He for didn't it. do the coke. He probably did. He did the coke. He of course did coke, but he also sold the coke. All those comics did it. Okay, go on. Yeah. So um, he has to do this emotional scene, and after, I think this was either the director or the producer telling the story. I saw it on Twitter. Um, he has to. So he has to do this emotional scene, and after the scene is over, he says, "I have to. Uh, I have to take a break. I don't. I don't know what to do with these." with these feelings that I'm feeling. I have to, I have to go take a break. And then he left the set and then Alan Rickman turned to the, (laughs) turned to everyone else and said, I think he's just experienced acting. (laughs) That sounds like that story though. Like Lawrence, Lawrence Olivier. No, that's a different story. But you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Says, Which is try, also a great try story. Acting. He yes. tells Al Pacino or something. Try no, it's act. Dustin Hoffman. They were doing oh. uh, Marathon Man. And yeah. Dustin Hoffman was talking about how for Little Big Man, because he was supposed to be an old man, like he's supposed to be 100 plus years old, telling the, as the narrator of this story and saying, so to get my voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, like he, to get his voice properly aged or whatever, he screamed in a room for two hours or something. Oh my God. That's a terrible the, thing to do, by the way. Tr- of course it is. And he's trying to impress Lawrence Olivier and Lawrence Olivier just says, why did you just try acting, dear boy? <laughs> One of the greatest shutdowns in history. I um, That reminds me of that sad docu- documentary about Harry Nelson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, like, he tried purposely to tried to ruin his voice. Yeah. yeah. Guys, don't watch that documentary because holy shit. How did we get on to Galaxy Quest? Because Comedians acting, yes. Okay. Well, just in general, like, comedi- like no offense to Jerry Seinfeld, but like... <laughs> 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 
Can you imagine if he did like a movie where he had to show emotions? I just think I lo- and I love Seinfeld. Listen, Seinfeld is a national treasure of a show. Like honestly, uh, okay. but but the supporting cast in that show, they really did like nail it so hard that yeah, he didn't they, they have brought, to. They brought his game up as far as it could go. <laughs> <laughs> but I so this coach was very cool because. The very first day, she was asking me, like... Do you remember who it was? I don't. I don't. And okay. I have not seen her since. But she was like, how are you feeling about this? And I said, I feel good about it. Uh-huh. And she, she said... She's like, they're there, the ones who made me... Is there anything that you want that you, you want help with? Do you want to start anywhere in particular? And I said, honestly, like, I mean, how about this? Let me just do it. And then if you see that I'm doing it wrong, you let me know. And she was like, yeah, sure. I mean, that's kind of not how acting works in terms of you, you can't do no, it wrong. I, no, I, th- those were not my exact words. Right, you know right. what I mean? Like if you see where I'm having trouble yes, with exactly, a certain yes. beat or a certain yeah. moment or I'm not telling the story, yeah. I'm not serving the story in a, in a just in fair way. Yeah. And so like, I, would, I would check in with and her And she's after. like, oh yeah, it's just a dumb sit. She yeah. probably was just like, it's just a dumb sit. Yes, of course. <laughs> She didn't care. She was getting paid. I'm sure she was. She was fine. You know. So I would after the few emotional scenes that there were, I would check in with her. I'm like, "What did you think? Was that all right?" And she was like, "Yeah, you got this." I just am like, I mean, good for her because she was making a paycheck on that on that set. Like, yeah, and and not trying to force a thing that didn't need to be forced. You know. Yeah. She wasn't trying to like say, "Well, I'm here. I'm going to make it happen." I mean, I would love to have a job though where they were like, "We're going to hire you an acting coach." And um, and a voice coach and a movement co- and an Alexander teacher <laughs> Alexander technique because I would like want I would want like the full workup on something, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I've never like had a job where there were demands of me beyond like <laughs> my capability. Like, like for example, like Kamel, mm-hmm. he's on that Marvel uh, movie. Yeah, and he had to like become a different body for it. Yeah. Like I've never been in a position where they were like, we have to hire you a staff of help. Yeah. To get you past. We're not those people, honey. <laughs> we're not those people. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want that. Like, Mar- I don't know if I'd want that. Marvel. No. I'm not athletic, no. you know? So yeah. like, it's not, <laughs> that's not what I would bring. Like, I feel like if it was something that was outside of my my reach, it would be more like uh, to help me get someplace emotionally mm-hmm. with a story right. or like to help me with dialect or something or it, just like it's movement, funny. movement it, or dialect. Like yeah. that's the kind of stuff I like to get into. Sure. But, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have no problem with, you know, if I had to do, if I had to do something that was super dramatic, you know, uh-huh. I would have no problem having somebody on set helping me. Sure. No problem at all. Yeah. You know? But, but we'll, like most, most of the time, that. like when you're in comedy, like we mostly work in comedy. Mm-hmm. We're not called on to do those types of things, right? So much, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. But I won't. I won't go into who other comedic people who I, I can't think of. <laughs> Why don't we take a break and discuss because them that, privately? Because <laughs> I have a, a, a running list in my head. Honey, who are you telling? <laughs> Please enjoy these messages from 
our sponsor. We're so excited to be sponsored by Green Chef again in this new year. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company. Enjoy clean ingredients you can trust seasonally sourced for peak freshness. Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of its direct carbon emissions and plastic packaging in every box. So you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. One of the things I love about getting a Green Chef meal kit box is because I cook a lot, I don't have to do any of the mental planning. They do it all for you. They send you all the ingredients and a step-by-step recipe card so you can have dinner whipped up together very quickly without any time spent on it at all. We have a great deal. Go to greenchef.com slash homekins90 and use code homekins90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash homekins90. Use home our code homekins90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. Guys, it's a new year. It's a new you. Have you ever wanted to speak to a therapist? Well, you can. I personally speak to a therapist and it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. This is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online and there is a broad range of expertise available in many areas. This service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Please visit www.betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com slash homekins. And you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash homekins. Do you guys know about Audible? Go get that Audible app ASAP because it is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, languages, business, motivation, and more like original entertainment. And now podcasts. They have just recently launched their newest membership plan, Audible Plus. With Audible Plus, you get full access to their Plus catalog, which is filled with thousands and thousands of select originals, audiobooks, and podcasts including ad-free versions of popular shows as well as exclusive series. Look, you can listen while working from home, cooking, exercising, on a walk, as a family activity, or just relaxing. Listening helps people feel connected and inspired. Frankly, I like to listen when I'm doing housework. I actually listen to John Hodgman's Vacation Land that way. Visit audible.com slash homekins or text homekins to 500-500 to start your free 30-day trial. That's audible.com slash homekins or text homekins to 500-500 for a free 30-day trial. We just learned. (laughs) We just learned. (laughs) We We just, uh, we're hearing now that there is perhaps a... Another episode of Southern Charm. That we didn't watch. That we have not seen. (laughs) Two-part... God, last night I saw like a two seconds of Brian Williams on the news. Okay, Ugh, where he's he drops a uh, some highfalutin reference into some question that he's asking of his panel. Okay, and then I'm like, what is that from? And then everyone's 
talking to give their answer, and then they come back to him and like, nothing for the Shakespeare quote dropped into the question. Okay, you don't see that on cable news every day. And I was like, can you imagine how tedious <laughs> this guy is to be around? <laughs> What were you doing watching Brian? It was on in the makeup trailer. <laughs> First of all, you never watch. If I were to walk in on you watching the news, I swear to God, I might like <laughs> have to take your temperature like immediately. Have you seen me watch the news before? I used because, to watch the news a lot more. Because I watch the news. You're not no, like... No, I used to watch the news on my own and you know that's true. I don't try to <laughs> front in front of company. <laughs> All I know is that I'm the one who has the news on the most. Yes, you do. Yes, and that you do. I have to be like, is it okay if I listen to this right now? Because I don't want to. What like, do I always say? Yeah, you say it's fine. Yeah. But I want to make sure because. <laughs> <laughs> but you act like you have to beg me. <laughs> oh, so the set, I didn't tell you about the set. Oh. At the it's a, Miracle Workers. Yes, because okay. it's, it's an Old West Which, thing. Which, by the way, did we did we say how you had to be there until... <laughs> I was still, I got there at 8, started shooting at, at, night. at 1 a.m. At, eight at yeah, night. Yeah, 8 at night, started shooting at 1 a.m., and then got home at 4 o'clock. Because he, he was like, oh, my call time's at 5.30 p.m., and I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. It must be like a um, an evening backdrop. And then he's like, no, no, it's 8 p.m., and I was like... Oh my god! I was like, it's an overnight. <laughs> it's an overnight. Because it was a night. It was a night scene, and it was outdoors. And so they have this this western street built. Oh, I can't do those overnights, man. Oh, it was so I was fine. I think because well, I you're a I, night owl. Anyway, I slept in too. You're a night yesterday. owl anyway. I'm a little bit of a night owl. It's true. And uh, so I felt great. And All those years of stand up. My <laughs> costume was heavy and thick, so I wasn't cold. Which, by the way, thank God it wasn't Monday. Because you work on Monday morning. Yes. Oh, that's the other side of the coin is that yeah. my call time Monday morning is 5.30 a.m. And you're like way far away. You have to go to that ranch. Wait, so it's yeah. like at an outdoor ranch. Are there horses and stuff? Oh, there were there were horses. There were these gigantic cows. Like I don't know what breed <laughs> they are, but they were as tall as a horse. Like I've never seen cows like this before. What? They were huge, yeah. But the street was it was awesome and it like I, a real western. Yeah, town? I love stuff like that. It it looked like a real western movie town. Okay, with the you know fr- with mean? the flats and stuff. Yeah, with the flats. Yeah. I mean, there, there were there were actual buildings and there was a you know the the hangout area was the saloon you know and stuff like That's that. That's cool. Yeah, it was great. I I love shit like that and and it was it was really um you know it feels real show busy you uh-huh. know what I mean but people are warning you like. Because there are torches in the street, you know, to to be like Old West lighting, you know. And they're like, be careful of the torch that's near your your head. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not close enough to me to do anything. But then it's also well, like. there had to be pyro people be on careful. the set for that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, be careful of the way you move around the horses if you're close to them. You know, yeah, like that like, kind of thing. Don't stand behind. I always heard like, don't stand behind a horse. Is that true? Ooh, I don't know, but. That sounds like very good advice. Because because uh, you could get kicked. Imagine being here's kicked. what trips me out about horses. They're these gigantic creatures, yeah. Right, who for some reason you can convince them to allow uh, convince them to allow you to get on their backs yeah. and move them around. But they're also so scared of so many things. <laughs> They're like just it, sensitive. It, it They're takes, sensitive. It takes nothing for them to lose their minds. 
you know. Like a spooked. Well, here's the thing about, uh, I've noticed, because I have some friends, I have like, I can count like three or four friends on my hand that are like horsey. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you're either like all in Mm -hmm. horsey. Yeah. Or (laughs) no thank you. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anyone that dabbles really. No, because maybe there are. <laughs> like I've been on a horse a few times in my life, and I've always been terrified. I don't mm-hmm. like heights. Number one, I don't yeah. like speed either. So I'm kind of like the worst. And I'm so also you don't like moving heights? scared of animals. <laughs> <laughs> also, I find it uncomfortable. Like I have like hip dysplasia or something. Like I'm like, how am I supposed to control this with my groin like i yeah. this is like uncomfortable like i feel like that i have is, arthritis <laughs> i could see how you straddling a horse would be like pushing it to the limit because you're small i mean i don't know what i am but i don't have you gotta get on a pony <laughs> well also i don't have any core strength <laughs> and that's like a part of it <laughs> there's a lot that i don't have Boy, to those, make this those work cowboys had such good core strength they just did, I, didn't I guess. You know that was a thing. They just did. I would put it this way: I rode Coolup's bike a couple weeks ago when we went over there. Her oh, yeah, new yeah, electric yeah. bike. First of all, I was terrified. <laughs> Y'all were like staring at me, like you can do it, and I was like, "This is so embarrassing because I almost cannot do this." To be fair, it was a little scary because <laughs> it's a. St- you, the idea was, uh, you know, to show. Uh, so we could see what it does on hills. Like it's an electric bike and I had never yeah. been on a, 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 I've always had like sort of, I really wanted to try it. Like I've, I thought electric bikes are for me yeah. because I don't have a lot of strength and like, and so there was a big hill right off the driveway. So it was like literally just like going straight up. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, I ro- rode that bike, what, like maybe like 45 seconds. You rode it up the hill and then you walked it back down. I was scared to drive it down the hill. Oh, my God, honey. Well, we were on our honeymoon and we did the bike, <laughs> <laughs> the bike tour. The bike tour and it was all downhill. It was like the scariest fucking thing. We went to Hawaii for our honeymoon. We were on Kauai. Kauai. The Garden Isle of Kauai. Which was fucking awesome. Oh. I, I want to go back there so badly. Let me tell you something. If you are getting married... And go to Kauai. When, it, when things are normal again and you want to have a, uh, a, a nice like destination honeymoon, do the honey fund thing. Oh yeah. We did. We didn't do like physical gifts because yeah. we were so old by yeah. the time we got married. We also, already, it's modern times. We had like a people, toaster and yeah, stuff. Yeah. You have your shit. You know what we I mean? We weren't going to, we, we weren't like rich enough where we could be like, please donate. To- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we, and, and, and I was like, but we already have a toaster, so I don't know what to do. And then the honeymoon fund I thing. I forget who told us about that, but Someone it's, told, and I was like, that's it's perfect. Genius. Like, yeah. It's like a little go fun music you go so, so we, we could would, go to hawaii and not like freak out about every you know drink that we had and by the way it wasn't cheap no like it's what, it was it's not what, it's, cheap there woo boy like it like there's no way we could have had a honeymoon of that caliber if we hadn't done honey fun no, honeymoon no, no, no. fun so that's 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 our recommendation for you yeah, we um, did that. We went to Kauai so we and I up, booked us this tour. I was like, yeah. oh, this is going to be great. It's like a bike tour. And, and and we like doing that. Like we did Stanley Park, remember, with Kristen yeah, and yeah, Shaw yeah. and, and, you know. So this was going to be a bike tour of uh, Waimea Canyon. 
And so, which Mark Twain famously called the Grand Canyon of the Pacific. And so, <laughs> he did? that was yeah. him. So, a ve- <laughs> by the way, not that imaginative. <laughs> No, it's not really. It's really not. It's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> on the nose. It's not poetic. Because uh, <laughs> he just was like the first one. Uh, or this whatever. is like the Grand Canyon, but in the Pacific Ocean. You know what? I bet like a native called it that, and then he like whitewashed it. <laughs> and he was like, "I thought of this." <laughs> Maybe who knows? Like a Pacific Islander, and he was like, "I'm going to take this to." <laughs> the mass that's and the, claim it. that's the tag after the credits in Moana. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we, the, so a van takes you up uh, yeah. to the top of this hill. I don't know what I was thinking. And the idea is that you ride the bike down, and you can see you have this excellent You're on the view rim, of the canyon, kind of, kind of yeah. on the rim of it. Well, two things. Number one, it was incredibly overcast that day, so you oh, could not see the canyon. Literally, at there's all. like a picture of us standing over the. <laughs> Standing over the rim of the canyon, and it it looks like we could be anywhere U.S. Like literally it, anywhere. Like we're like yeah. just like standing in a cloud. Yeah, um, it was terrible. The Luckily, other, we had been there once before. Yes, so we had seen the canyon yes. before. Yeah. The other aspect of it was that Jamie <laughs> I hate speed had to ride. The trip is all downhill, which I didn't know, or I would not. I think like the way they describe the tour is like. It's not challenging or something, and I'm like, mm-hmm. perfect, sign me up, yeah, or whatever. And then what I but didn't, it's a little bit challenging because you have to because you have to ride downhill. You have to you have to really monitor the brakes. All I did was ride the brakes the whole you time. You rode the brakes the entire way down. I was like so tense, like my whole body was like so tense on yeah. the bike the whole way down. I, I was know, just like, honey, I know, <laughs> like it was not good. And then I'm in the middle. So I can see the group ahead of us, but I can also turn around and keep an eye on Janie. Um, and it was, <laughs> it was hilarious. It was really funny. It was like not, and then they, and all, another thing that I remember. And we didn't care. Like, about this. And people had to wait for us. People had to wait for us. <laughs> and I had, I had a split second where I was like, oh, we're holding up the group. And then I was like, I don't give a we're fuck. We're on vacation. That's my wife. <laughs> That's my new wife. That's my new from a wife. A week ago. So so wait. So another thing that struck me about the the um, excursion mm-hmm. was they were like, and we're going, and you're and you're gonna have like authentic, like Hawaiian snacks or or whatever. We're gonna provide you with like authentic, you know, Hawaiian snacks. And like literally, it was just like at the parking lot of the cashier where you pay for the tour. The guy opened the back of his SUV, and it was a couple of like boxes of like tea cookies. <laughs> Yeah. They were like, yeah, 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 these yeah. are made here. These are these like tea cookies, <laughs> Hawaiian tea cookies. And I'm like, what? Like, I thought we were going to get like, you know, like, I don't know, like finger sandwich, like with the crusts. Right. Like, I don't know what the I famous thought. Famous Hawaiian delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to eat a raw pineapple. Yeah. Just so, bite like, it and like, shred our like mouths. Something. I don't know. Like, I was like, this is so funny. No, but we got little cookies, little local cookies. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I remember them as being good. It was sort of like the kind of thing where it's like, this is the kind of day where we should not have left the resort because (laughs) we would have been better off just laying by the... We were going to go on that weird uh, aerial thing. Yeah. I was like scared of it. I was like, oh, I want to go on a... 
helicopter ride or something aerial thing. And then I was like, you know what? I don't think I can. Like it was a little too challenging for my heights. And then somebody. No, no, no. They called us and said, we're not doing it today because of weather conditions. Somebody, and then we and saw later on, on the, the news. local news that somebody died. Yes. Guess uh, what? That I think that happens a lot there. It's a um, death season here. So <laughs> no, I think it does because by the way, I feel like, I, but I know like anec- anecdotally, mm-hmm. Of people one or two degrees away from me who have died on vacation in Hawaii. Oh, God. Isn't that terrible? That's horrible. Like something, like scuba or like a bike accident or something, you know, like something going on where, you know, they're being adventurous. I mean, there wasn't a good idea. Yes, there are a lot of dangerous activities you could participate (laughs) in, which we did not. that That was about as dangerous as it got for us. Yeah, I mean, in general, like, I'm not a huge, like, risk take, which is, oh, that was my point about when I rode clubs. Okay, so I was like, I want to try the close bike, and everyone was, like, staring at me like I was a toddler, like, you can do it, Janie. <laughs> and I was like, okay, um, this is so embarrassing. And I was, like, shaking. This is so <laughs> sad. I was, like, shaking, so I went up the hill, and I was actually, like, I was stunned, at how easy it was to take the hill. It was wild. Because of the electric bike yeah, assist. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. was like, this is like, this is pretty rad. And then I was like, oh, now I have to go back down the hill. Now this bike is already a little too tall for me. Yeah. that's That was another thing is that like, and it wasn't a step through bike. It was like, there was a bar in the middle and it and it's kind of heavy because it has like a console. It was of, a boy's bike, not a girl's. <laughs> and, um, and so like for me to maneuver the bike... Because I had to make a tight U-turn yeah. to come down because it was a narrow, curved Yes, the road. turnaround was a little difficult. So the yeah. turnaround was like out of my control. Like mm-hmm. like when I turned, like it took me off. Back. Like it, my center of gravity could not hold yeah. the bike. So, so The mere so, anarchy is loosed upon the world. So then I was off the bike. So then it was like, oh, like I almost like tipped. So I had to step on the asphalt and like recover and now i'm like off the bike because i had to un yeah i had to like unhook my legs mm. to right the bike because i couldn't put both legs down on the ground yeah. see what i'm saying yeah and so so now i'm at this at the top of a hill with all of this like you know horsepower <laughs> in this bike <laughs> And it's like I had to go back down to return. Much to, like a horse, you were scared <laughs> to return y'all to y'all. And I was like, I can't get on this <laughs> steel <laughs> dragon. <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. So I like I just walked it back down. By the way, like when I went up the hill, I was out of their sight. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, What if I never came back down? Like, <laughs> like. like a, are you db coopered yeah like i just like disappeared like it was like a bermuda triangle and they were like what happened to janie it was a mystery it was a mystery and then but i was like no so i walked it back down and it was like heavy to walk it down Mm -hmm. but i did it my point was this is all about horseback riding and everything (laughs) i have no bodily strength uh the next day um my groin hurt was sore from 45 seconds of riding a bike. Jesus. 45 seconds of riding a bike. That was electric. Was, where you were not a, even pedaling. With assist. But I think what it was happening. was just sitting on a thing. <laughs> it was more than that, though, because the bike was a little too large for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And the tension. 
<laughs> yeah, it was the tension, <laughs> the tension, the shaking, all y'all like looking at me like, it's okay. Like, come on, you can do it. Like you and Scott and Kulap were so sweet, but it was also like, I'm just like, like burning inside. Like I'm literally like, I am Aww, so, I didn't know that. I want, but you don't understand. Like I really wanted to ride the bike because yeah. I really did want to try an electric bike. Yes. I had never tried an electric bike before. And I and I was glad that I did because I because the power the feeling it was exhilarating <laughs> the rush of like going up a hill and like being able to do it yeah. was like amazing it mm-hmm. felt like flying I'm not gonna lie but do you do you think if you had a bike more to your size and you were and just wait, riding it around our neighborhood wait. where the hills are not steep yeah that you would be okay with it I would think so because um, I think if it were uh, my size, mm-hmm. then I could um, be nimble with it. Right. You know, like I could maneuver it. And you would get a step through for all your petty. I have and to things. get a step through because yes. I just like, I can't like dismount a bike well. <laughs> 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 like if I need to hop out, like if something's going on where I need to hop off. Yeah. All bikes should be step through bikes. I think they should be. Yeah. Is that crazy? I'm, maybe it's a design thing that there's there's something beneficial to having that bar there, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've never owned a bike that wasn't stepped through. Hey, if you know, <laughs> tell us. I just like, I grew up like on cruiser bikes because I lived near the beach. Yeah. I love cruiser and bikes. And so, so like, it would be like so, mu- so much easier to maneuver something like that because. Well, first of all, I like brake pedals, but that's not going to happen with an electric bike. You're not going to get brake pedals with an electric yeah, bike. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I, man, riding a bike is you so much fun. You love riding a bike. I do. I, I do. Like I'm out of riding... practice, though. It's been a while. Well, when we went to um, Vancouver um, and we did, we rode bikes in Stanley Park, which is like the funnest thing ever yeah. in the world it's to do. It's really enjoyable, yeah. Like that feels so like manageable because mm-hmm. it's such a big, wide bike path and yeah. it's like set up you know you don't feel like you're going to be in traffic and have to you know it's less scary yeah i don't know it's really pleasant it's really um, pleasant yeah i feel yeah i, I i'm in a place but now LA where scary. i can't believe you've ridden a bike in la like a lot oh man i used to before i learned how to drive i rode i had a i had a cruiser bike that i rode all over town which i don't understand because now when i drive and i'm having to negotiate commuter bikers yeah. i feel like it feels dangerous to me oh yeah yeah like yeah. there are times when someone's in my blind spot and yeah. then you know i'm making a move and then they come out of my blind spot and they're like mm-hmm. what the fuck and i'm so yeah. now i'm like trying to be like super mindful of of bikers because yeah. they're trying to like encourage more commuter types but there's no good um bike paths on our streets not nearly like enough. a lot of the roads share with yeah. a bike path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just the road. Absolutely, yeah. It's, like, all they did is paint a bike symbol on the road <laughs> yeah, to be like, hey, like, don't forget to go around this person. We suggest this is where bikes might be? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think LA is a little scary because of this car culture, but like... Yeah. It was... I feel like I'm more scared of it now being a driver than I was before I drove. Does that make sense? Yeah. That yeah, 
Totally. I, I think I think because now that I'm a driver, I'm more scared for yes. people on bikes. Yeah. And totally. It's because I was not a big chance taker. Like I wore a helmet and well, yeah. You know, I law here too. I was very like I was not afraid to get on the sidewalk if it was dicey. Like I wouldn't, you know, which you're not supposed to. I think legally you're not supposed to get on the sidewalk, you're not but supposed it's like, to, but. But it's like I, it. yeah, it's like I'll I'll do that if it's if, if it's, it's empty feas- if it's empty and it's feasible. I'd rather do that than compete with cars and give somebody else a fucking heart attack. But um, I I can't believe like when I think about it now, how close I would get to buses and things like that. Oh, I used oh, to God. I there was a feeling, and I used to love it too when I would ride my bike. And like a bus would come up next to me that it felt like the, 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 the image that I had in my mind is of being a diver. If a whale swam next to you. Sure. I wanted to like reach out and touch the bus. I don't understand that (laughs) mindset at all because if I were a diver and a whale swam up next to me, I would be so terrified. You know, my famous story about the whale (laughs) in the national history museum in New York. Oh Yes. The the fake whale, the stuffed whale. Yes, that's not yeah, the yeah. real whale. But it's to scale that hangs from the ceiling, as seen in the movie The Squid the Whale. <laughs> How come you didn't write that movie if you had such a experience? Damn, that's a good question because I never saw the squid. <laughs> I was busy a key ingredient. <laughs> I um I when I was a kid. I I forget how old I was. I might have been eight or nine, something like that, and maybe younger, but. My dad took me and my brothers to uh, the to New York. We went and saw the um, the Radio City Music Hall Rocket Show. So it was around Christmas time or oh, getting yeah, into Christmas time. Yeah, it had time. to have been holidays then. We saw the movie Pete's Dragon, um, and then we went to. At some point, we went to the museum. Was this all in one fucking day? It yeah, must have been. We didn't like get a hotel night. room. You had to have spent the night. No, I don't think we did. I think we took the train back. Um. Anyway, I. So we went to the Natural History Museum. Wait, it was you and your dad and who else? Mark and Alan, my brothers. Oh, your brothers. Okay. And um, so I went into that room that had the blue whale hanging from the ceiling and I looked up at it and it was so huge and I could not, I was just like standing, staring straight up at it. (laughs) And I was so overwhelmed by how big it was that I fell down. (laughs) (laughs) I fell down. I honestly, I could... I get it. I was just like, I get it. how? And I, I think we went back there when we lived there. Me, you, and Samantha went. Was Wade there too? You know, I have pictures of that day. Yeah, I think it was just the three of us. I think it was just the three yeah. of us. It was me, you, and Samantha. And I looked up at that at that whale, and I had almost the same feeling. Like, you know, you can spend the night under that whale. I remember hearing sleeping, about that sleeping yeah. bag. Yeah, yeah. It's like a program at the museum. Mm-hmm. If I saw a whale, I've never seen a whale in like the wild or anything. <laughs> you remember that whale watching trip? Oh my on? god! We were talking. We were talking about a lot of vacations that we've taken. Which number one sounds bougie. Number two, <laughs> I think number two is like also we are like kind of um, wishing we dying could to remember go, other places. Go we've somewhere. Been? Yes, since we've only been in this house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for a year. Yeah, almost. <laughs> um, we, we went, went to went Iceland. Iceland. Yeah, we went a whale watching boat 
And, and I was like, I think, we, did we talk? I swear we talked about this on the podcast. We may have. We may Because have. we talked about the people throwing up left people and right on the People up like crazy. <laughs> and then you, like, the motion of the boat put you to sleep. I got really, I, I didn't think I had, um, like, I could get motion sick. Mm-hmm. Because I've been on boats before. Yeah. But Although this the was one extreme. time I got sick because I drank too much Budweiser. <laughs> That's right. That was in Hawaii. I was on that booze cruise, and then I was like, "I'm really." And then I, I was remember like, it was like, advertised as a booze cruise, and then later you were like, "I don't know how that happened." <laughs> I've I've had beer. You know how many times I've been out on the boat drinking a beer, and it's no big deal. Like he, your thing is, you forget your own rules, which is the, the rules of don't of drink your, too much Budweiser. Yeah, the rules of your <laughs> of your system, like you forget. Because I'm like. Yeah, okay, fine. You get so, caught up in the moment. I well, get it. But the whale watching trip in Iceland was different because it was not a booze cruise. It was like a day. It was like a morning thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. we got there and it was cold. Freezing cold. And I was like excited cuz I've never seen a whale. Mm-hmm. And um and so it is like rough. Yeah. Rough water. I mean, rough like the wind is loud like if you're on the deck the wind is loud where you're having to shout like do you want to go in and get a drink (laughs) or whatever and and like all these tourists are being like jostled around and and like they're just like puking left and right (laughs) and then they're just like hosing off the deck and i'm like okay i think i have to go down below um and then Paul like escorts me down below, and it's like yeah, we sat like at a little table with yeah. a window because I wanted to be on the deck because I wanted to see a whale. Yeah, but it was it was so it was crazily so crazy cold, crazy and the rough. wind was so so like icy. And so so we went underneath, and I proceeded to have like motion sickness. Like I got I like was like staring out in the space like where I like almost couldn't stay awake. Mm-hmm. Like it was like falling asleep, but I felt not a little nauseous. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to get sick. Yeah. But it was like I could it was like I was being hypnotized. Like I couldn't keep my eyes open. It was like lo- like rocking me into this weird trance. Mm-hmm. And then I think you got me a hot chocolate at one point. Yeah. And then the sugar helped like yeah. like snap. You kind of just put your head down. Yeah, because I was like being like I was being lulled into like a hypnotic like yeah. state or something. It was weird. I've never been like I've flown. I've been on boats. I uh, you know on trains. Like I've never You've been on that pirate ship ride that just goes <laughs> up and that down. That used to be my favorite ride. That ride is terrifying. It's terrifying, but it also gives you that crazy feeling yeah. in your stomach. I can't believe I like that ride now because like I don't love heights, but it right. used to be my like as a kid. That it's was kind like of a great ride. My favorite ride. It's kind of a great ride. It is such a good ride. Yeah, but like yeah, I've been I've been I've been on all that stuff and like and I never experienced that kind of thing and it was so miserable and I didn't even you know hurl, but it was so miserable <laughs> that I was like, I don't know if you ever think about like old timey like people crossing making passage across mm-hmm. you know yeah like, yeah, like yeah, yeah how like you're there's nothing you can do to escape the situation yeah like you just have to ride it through yeah you and have it's zero choice yeah and and I, like so i was like thinking about like all those like old timey people that like your ancestors 
Yeah, I mean, my ancestors for sure, like my grandparents. When the before the, the they got on a damn boat, but when they were the Hadads, <laughs> they were not. They weren't Hadad. They were Hadad. <laughs> Hadad. Um. Yeah. I don't. A double cuckoo. Double cuckoo. What does this mean? (laughs) (laughs) I know you said that before, too. I know. Are we just the same every week? Yeah, that's our charm. Really? We do do the same episode week after week. (laughs) For real? Also, last week you did not do the Jay Leno impression and people were... (laughs) Look, you get what you get. You don't get upset. (laughs) People were upset and I was like, maybe Paul did the Jay Leno tonight. (laughs) <laughs> Y-G-W-Y-P-F Come on, why not? You did a little, uh, didn't you do, what'd you do earlier, Seinfeld or someone? Or <laughs> You know what, I did a very bad Alan Rickman. I could do a better oh, Alan Rickman. Oh, the Alan Rickman. I think you just experienced <laughs> acting. That's better. That's a better one. There you go. I like that one. All right, I improved on an impression that I did earlier. <laughs> I'm not going to do the Jay Leno. Why are you so like? Why are you withholding Jay Leno from us? Uh, I don't know. I'm mercurial. <laughs> I'm a little devil. You really are, right? I am though. You really are. You were out. You were out until three thirty in the morning last God night. Damn. Oh, I took. So the way back, I because I couldn't get cell service immediately Which is after leaving in LA, y'all. It's you got it. Let me tell you something. When you're in a place like this where there's no street lights, like you're leaving you're in the forest, it's you're dark. In the forest. And so I had to I had to make a decision. Do I turn left or right so I can try to drive somewhere to get a signal? I made the wrong decision. It was not I was like, I think I came from over there. I did not come from over there. I went the wrong way. And so when I finally got a signal, the GPS put me on this windy road for 14 miles. And it was, I was the only car on the road. It was pitch black, just me and the road. I would be having like a heart attack at this point. I would it be was, like, it was kind of scary, but, but I was, I was very mindful of taking the corners and, you know, like not realizing I don't know what's around what the bend it, and all yeah, that. Yeah. Cause there could be like a bloody yeah. stranger sta- and it was standing in the street. A bloody stranger. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you did last like summer. Like you round a corner yeah. and there's a and there's bloody a guy street. in a Gordon's Fisherman outfit. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a big hook. <laughs> was that in? I know what you did last summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. You just said the other day you remembered that movie. I do remember that movie. Well, I'm surprised you don't remember that because it's <laughs> very important. I just remember like they were like. You might on, have been wearing black oil skins uh, Like they were yellow. on like Mulholland and like. I just remember. Weren't they like on Mulholland? On the movie remember. at night, and then they had to back up and then drive away. No, they kill like a, a, a old fisherman or something. <laughs> Are we thinking? Am I wrong? No, but they kill it. But because they like they round the corner on Mon- Mulholland, they're like partying or something. But I don't think and it's set round- in Los Angeles, though. They might have been on Mulholland, but I don't think that's no, where it's set. No, I think it was set in Los Angeles. Are we going to have to fucking watch this movie now? Kind of. <laughs> I actually kind of want to see it again. Because it was good. It was good. Okay. <laughs> um, wait. So, but on the way home, I listened to, and I'm going to say this, let's segue into recommendations. This is my recommendation. Oh, I forgot recommendations. Because my daughter Natalie was on a podcast recently called Good Christian Fun. Which, by the way, he doesn't really have a daughter. No, but I love He has I love a millennial. Making... He has a millennial friend. 
I love making people think that I do because I always get one person who's like, what? Your sister. Your sister (laughs) that time. My sister. That's right. (laughs) I forgot about that. I have like zero tolerance for like. Shout out to Anne. Thank you for listening. (laughs) I have like such low tolerance for (laughs) dishonesty. Like I can't even let it. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm into like. Polly Polly purebred over here. I'm into facts. (laughs) Anyway, Natalie so was, was on, on a, a podcast. A wonderful podcast called Good Good Christian Fun. Uh-huh. Um and where the the two hosts Oh, it's Kevin Porter whom I've met and I I let me I want to get the name right of the of his co-host because she and I have not met to that I know of. And this <laughs> me trying to sound saucy. Uh-huh. Um but they were talking about uh so the, the the idea of the podcast is you talk about Christian related entertainment, and it's all very okay. irreverent. Although the the two hosts are Christian, but they're not they're not humorless about it. So mm-hmm. it's it's really fun, especially if you grew up with any kind of religion, uh, it, it, with Christian religion, then it's really enjoyable to listen to. But you don't have to have. Um, Grown up Christian to appreciate it. It's it's very funny and very. So you listen to to it on on the way on the fourteen mile uh, country road. No, I did not listen to the podcast. What I listened to was oh, you did not listen to the podcast. No, I'm I'm going to tell Caroline Eli, uh, Kevin T. Porter, and Caroline Eli, and so they had Natalie on to talk about the movie Jesus Christ Superstar, and hearing them talk about it made me want to listen to the soundtrack again, which I hadn't listened to in a while. And man, it's so good. Oh yeah, because you know, so good. And Cynthia loves it too. Yeah, it's great. She plays it all the time for dinner parties. Yeah, stuff. man. It like it. It absolutely, if I may, it slaps. <laughs> it's really, really good. Wait, who wrote that one? That was, of course, your boy Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Wait, Rice. I thought like you were not an Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. No, I like some stuff. Okay. I like some stuff. Some stuff is just ridiculous. But Jesus Christ Superstar is unassailable. It is very good. Like it both is. both in both in concept and in execution. Okay. Like the the songs are great. And you know, the idea of it is questioning it's the same questions you have about religion and and uh is that what the is, one like John Legend and Sarah Barella? Yeah, we watched that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. We should watch the movie, though. I haven't seen the movie. I have not seen the movie since we did on Mr. Show a Jesus Christ Superstar parody. Okay. And that's probably the last time I watched that movie. Okay. So we should watch it. I, I think it would, it would be good. It would be fun to watch, yeah. All right. I'll check that out. Maybe you want to watch along. Is, is that a watch along? It could be. I don't know. It's a musical. It's a rock opera, so maybe not. A lot of people suggest watch-alongs. Unfortunately, a lot of them we can't do. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do, though. We are going to look and see what's available that's streaming right now. Yeah. That's sort of got like a classic kind of vibe that, you know, is a well-known movie that would be a fun thing. Yeah. we we uh, People suggest comedies and we can't do comedy yeah, watch-alongs. Are, I don't think comedies are good for watch-alongs. I don't know. Are they? I mean, not really. It's a different – because it's a different kind of timing. I think drama has a lot more – Slow spots that lend themselves I think better especially, to conversation. What's especially good for a watch along is a movie that takes itself very seriously. Agreed. Like, for example, when we did Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> 
Yes. It, it's like it's or like urban cowboy for that. Matter. It just takes itself seriously, and yeah. so and it not and sometimes it's of its era, yeah. right? And so you can kind of like there's a juxtaposition of like seeing it through modern eyes or seeing it through kind of I don't know. Yeah. Just it's as I mean, a relic or like something. The, the idea of things holding up is really wild to me. Like I was so surprised by Seven and how I felt about it afterwards. Yeah, it's fun to revisit these things sometimes, especially if you've if you've forgotten a lot about it. Well, like David Fincher is like so good. Do you yeah. think that he looks at Seven and he's like, God, if I are going to make that today, like ugh, this would be so. Uh, you different. know what? I have no doubt. I mean, I think that. I think that's the nature of doing a thing and then having it uh, be a permanent record. Look, this, this is a bigger, we don't have time to get into this, <laughs> um, but it's, it is something I'm fascinated by, by people that want to like endlessly tinker with their own work. I am. Um, it's like my recommendation is I watched the Tiger Woods documentary. Oh, I didn't know that. And, and it's um, good. Yeah. It's, um, Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> Paul, Paul just tried to gag me with my microphone, which is kind of like ironic, right? I, because of the dumb table runner. I like table runners, but sometimes it's like... What do they really do for us? You know what I'm saying? They, what do, they, what do, they, bring, what they, do they bring to the table? Right. <laughs> they're, they're decorative. They do protect the table. Like we can put things on In them. In the middle, not on the sides. <laughs> That's what placemats are for. <laughs> Or you could go full on tablecloth. You could, which we do have tablecloths that we never use. Yeah. I mean, come on. Tablecloth for two people is weird. By the way, we never eat at the table. We rarely eat. We want a good, we got to get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, it's embarrassing that we don't eat at the table because. I'm not embarrassed. (laughs) I'm not ashamed. Whatever. It's America, goddammit. We eat in front of the TV. Like, I sometimes, I, I've I've had lunch standing over the sink, shoveling food, uh, food into my mouth. Vi- visiting your bachelorhood. <laughs> <laughs> Revisiting your bachelorhood. I might stand in front of the open fridge, just like. <laughs> oh, and by the way, we each have one plate. That's one thing we brought to the marriage <laughs> for our, our single days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to go. Um, I like the So Tiger you recommend Woods. the Tiger Woods documentary. I liked it because. I, there's like a very psychological element I find like to, you know, like sport. I I don't watch sports that much, Mm -hmm. but I'm fascinated by the personalities in that world. Yes. Like I'm not, I don't watch basketball, but we loved uh, The Last Last Dance. Dance. It's fascinating. You can't help but be wrapped up in that. Like get caught up in that when you're watching it, and well, and golf is such a solitary. I mean, like, well, here's the thing: is like, I loved. Uh, I read the Andre Agassi but uh, memoir. Like, I know I yeah. talk about it all the time. It's no, called, you don't. I'm just remembering. I'm remembering that he wore a wig, a wig, to play. Tennis. I love his book so much. Like yeah. his book so much. Like I, I, so I don't really watch tennis. I don't really watch golf. I don't really watch basketball, but I'm very interested in the lifestyles of like being a solitary person in a field. Like, yeah. like as a tennis player, you are just yourself, you yeah. just as a golfer, like you are alone. What, but like, it's also interesting. Like when we watch the Michael Jordan thing, like, how you have to be a part of a team, mm-hmm. and that's a whole other skill set 
you know? Yeah. I kind of relate more, like, as an actor. But you probably relate more to the other stuff as a stand-up, like this tennis and golf But then versus, because of improv and stuff like that, like, right, like I get you, the team thing. Yeah. The team thing. So it's, I don't know, like, I just find it, it was, um, it was kind of, um, it was a lot. I mean, it was a mm-hmm. lot. There was a lot. Tiger Woods, he's a lot. <laughs> he's a lot. He just was like, I don't know, and like families and co- like relations. It's just, yeah. I, I thought it was interesting. I, I highly recommend it. There we go. I just recommend it. I just, Look, she just recommended it. I, if you're interested in like the human condition, check it out. <laughs> if you're not. Uh, good luck. I find Why don't that you go to Mars, human condition is like endlessly surprising. It's endlessly mysterious. And it's also like infinitely relatable on some level. A human level? A human level. <laughs> well, check us out anyway on Instagram. Yeah, hey, Pumpkins. check us out anyway. Instagram, we are Stay of Homekins. Twitter, we are Stay of Homekins. We are Stay of Homekins at gmail.com if you want to email us. Mm-hmm. We thank you all for listening and for uh, all your comments and well wishes. Thanks and for helping us through this pandemic. Because, yeah, man, you're helping uh, us too. It's true. Uh, it's not fun. But we are very <laughs> grateful for you and we will be back next week. Until then, stay, stay safe, stay, stay sane, and, and stay, stay home. home. Ma. 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 Watch Ma.